Hello everyone, your girl Tay here and I'm bringing you another Let's Talk Wild podcast episode. Today is July 27th, 2023 and this is episode 38, Sharks in Pop Culture. It's that time again, Shark Week is back and the sharks are taking a bite out of pop culture. For this episode, I'll discuss how different species of sharks have gained popularity and a cult following from movies, cartoons, boxing and yes, even having their own week. But before we get into that, make sure you guys follow and subscribe to the podcast on all podcasting and social media platforms. I now have monthly membership subscriptions available on my podcast website. Once you sign up, you'll get a shout out and you'll be able to pick a podcast topic for me to talk about. You can go to my podcast website on Buzzsprout to sign up. I'll have the link in the description box. Also hit the YouTube, subscribe to the channel and check out the videos over there. Once you're done listening over here, you guys already know the drill. Now, let's talk wild. It wouldn't be right if we didn't start with Shark Week. Shark Week first aired in July of 1988, and ever since then, the week dedicated to shark education, research, and conservation has gained a huge following. When you think of discovery, you think Shark Week. When you think sharks, you think Shark Week. There isn't another species of animal that has had this huge fan base that has continued to support and make their special week animal kingdom pop culture royalty, because that's exactly what it is. It's animal kingdom royalty at this point (laughs) i did do a bonus podcast episode on the shark week 2023 schedule and episode review so make sure you guys go take a listen or if you're on youtube take a look i'll have it listed in the description box now they did have a you know they had a dry season, a couple of dry seasons where people were tuning in, but not like how the, how they were. But then when they start incorporating like celebrity hosts and stuff like that, having the celebrities come on and interact with the sharks and do all these different things and learn about the sharks, shark education and conservation, you know, the people started coming in like, okay, we coming back, we coming back. You know, the tide has come in, we going back out to sea. <laughs> okay, so they had a dry, dry spell a couple of times. But I'm glad to see, you know, Shark Week is back and, you know, still doing what they plan on doing, you know, education, research and conservation. Next up, the shark movie of all shark movies. The one, the only Jaws. Jaws was originally a novel written by Peter Benchley and was published in February 1974. The Steven Spielberg directed film was released in June of 1975. The film had four other films made after Jaws 2, Jaws 3D. Oh my goodness. The 3D back then was horrible. The 3, 3D was not 3D y'all. It wasn't. It really wasn't. Uh, Jaws, The Revenge, and Cruel Jaws. The fifth movie, Cruel Jaws, is not connected to the Jaws franchise. And that's a good thing because people really hated that one. Yikes. <laughs> now back to the original, the original Jaws. Uh, it also has a cult following. No matter how much we watch the film now and can see that it wasn't uh, the best, they clearly were working with what they had and, you know, they did the best they could with filming the movie back then, but the effects were horrible and the acting was not the best, but you know, guess what? Some of us don't care. We're going to stick beside Jaws. 
We're going to stick beside Jaws like a remora fish sticking to its great white shark. Oh, if y'all didn't know, the fish you see uh, suctioned and stuck under sharks, it's called a remora fish. And they have a symbiotic relationship with sharks. The remora eats uh, scraps of food dropped by the sharks and they eat parasites that could harm the sharks. And in return, the remora gets a, a free a meal, a protection, and a ride around the ocean. So both animals benefit from the relationship. But yes, yeah, some of us are going to stick beside Jaws. We don't care about the bad acting, the bad effects. We don't care. Jaws is legendary and has definitely, definitely left its fin in pop culture. Now that's all fine and dandy if you want to stick beside Jaws. But for me... I'm going to stick beside my favorite shark movie, Deep Blue Sea. What y'all know about Deep Blue Sea? That is my, listen, listen. It was released in July of 1999. And this time it wasn't the great white getting shine. It was my favorite shark, the Mako. A team of scientists are at sea doing research on the Makos to help find a cure for Alzheimer's disease. But of course, things don't go as planned. The sharks are very intelligent. They escape and start to terrorize the research crew. I won't give too much away because I know it's some folks out there that have never seen the movie before. But I will say this. LL Cool J was not playing around when he was getting casted for his horror films. LL Cool J was the first black person I know that survived in horror films back then. He survived in Michael Myers' Halloween H2O with Jamie Lee Curtis. He survived in Mindhunters and he survived in Deep Blue Sea. However, however, LL's pet parrot in the film did not make it to the end. So rest in peace uh, to the parrot. Okay, but he was not playing back then. Okay, LL said, listen, I'm alive. I'm living. I'm living. We we changing things around here. The black person ain't dying first. They ain't going to die at all. I'm here. We living. And, and that's what it was. Shout out to LL. Okay, <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> now, people became obsessed with Makos after that movie. Me being one of those people. <laughs> For a while, the sharks that were running things in pop culture were uh, the Great White, Mako, and Hammerhead. Now, people really just love the design of Hammerheads. I think they're cool. They are my second favorite shark. But the Hammerheads got some movie shine, too, when the Sharknado TV film was released in 2013. This movie that starred Tara Reid had the internet going crazy. It's one of those films you know is bad, but you still love it because it's complete madness. Basically, a water spout vortex forms in the ocean and starts to lift and trap species of sharks in it. It grows and eventually hits Los Angeles and floods the city with water and sharks. Now, like I said before, the internet went crazy for the film. And its fan base grew so much so that it became a TV film series with six total Sharknados in the franchise. I remember when the trailer was released for this film. The internet went crazy. Twitter. It, it, it just went bananas. It, it was like, 
a phenomenon that we did not see in a long time in regards to sharks. Everybody just was excited. Like they wanted to watch it because we knew like, what is this? What is this? Sh- uh, Sharknado, sharks in a twister and a hurricane, a tornado. What is going on here? But like I said, it was something, a phenomenon like with sh- sharks that we haven't had in a while. So once it hit the scene, you know, people were loving it, you know, critiquing it, you know, just it was it was a good movie for good laughs and just a great time um, to interact with people online about the movie. So I remember it like it was yesterday. It, Twitter was on fire. Okay, with this daggone release of this film. You guys let me know if you guys have seen Sharknado. Which one was your favorite? Make sure you guys like the video. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to Let's Talk Wild on all podcasting and social media platforms. I also have membership subscriptions available on my podcast website. Please, please, please support the podcast. Support me if you want to see the podcast uh, continue to grow. Uh, I appreciate you guys and all of that good stuff. Now, let's get back into the sharks. After Sharknado, the tides begin to change. Mm-hmm, the tides changed. Pun intended. Y'all know that's one of my favorite <laughs> puns. The tides changed. <laughs> and the people became obsessed with Megalodon, also known as the Meg. The Meg was gigantic, so big that researchers believed that it was the largest shark to ever live. Scientists estimate that its weight was 50 to 70 tons. That's over 100,000 pounds and its length being over 50 feet. The shark went extinct over 3.5 million years ago, but some people believe the shark is still out there living in the deepest, darkest depths of the ocean. Do y'all remember when Shark Week had that phony documentary in 2013? Megalodon, the monster shark that lives, they claimed the Meg had uh, sunk a boat and it was caught on camera. The internet had a good laugh with that. We all know that it wasn't true. I think whoever approved it allegedly knew that it would become a viral moment and, you know, had the world talking, fake or not, you know. But despite that, the Meg still has fans and people that believe the Mega Shark is still waiting for the right time for its return. Do I think the Meg is still out there? Um, I would say yes, but I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Cause we haven't explored the darkest, deepest depths of the ocean. So I'm not sure. If it's still out there, I don't know. If it's still out there, I just think, what is it eating? Whales, giant squid. I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. I don't know. You guys let me know. Do you guys think the Meg is still out there? It's like a 50-50 with me. It can be and it can't be. Like, I wouldn't put anything past these species of animals. Like, humans be thinking that, you know, animals be extinct. And then years and years and decades later, we finally find them. And they're not extinct. They're here. They're here. They're right here. So you guys let me know how you feel about it. But the only shark I'm waiting to return is the unified WBC, WBA, and IBF welterweight world boxing champion 
Earl The Truth Spence Jr., also known as The Big Fish, okay? Ha <laughs> ha, yes, where the boxing fans at? We talking that boxing talk, okay, period. You know, Spence calls himself The Big Fish. He's the biggest catch, the biggest shark in the welterweight boxing division. He'll be fighting the WBO 147-pound world champion Terrence Bud Crawford for the undisputed welterweight world championship on Saturday, July 29th at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. The fight will be shown on Showtime pay-per-view. And y'all already know, boxing is my favorite sport, so I will be watching. I'll also be uh, tuning in to my favorite boxing reporter on YouTube and on social media, Boxing Ego. He's having a watch party, so if you like boxing, make sure you guys check him out. I'll have his channel linked in the description box on YouTube. He's the best in the biz when it comes to boxing, so make sure y'all check him out. Now, Earl Spence has shirts that he sells uh, with a design of a shark knocking on each of his opponent's doors. And after winning the fights, the shirt changes uh, to the shark leaving behind his opponent's blood and taking the boxing belts. I love the design. It reminds me so much of the 1994 cartoon Street Sharks. How many of y'all remember that cartoon? The cartoon is based around four sons in search of their father, but they get caught up with the evil doctor and he turns them into humanoid sharks. You got Ripster, who's a great white, Jab, who's a hammerhead, Streaks, who is a tiger shark, Big Slamu, who's a whale shark. They were cool and the action figures were even cooler. They were so ripped and, you know, just muscles bursting out of their clothes. I just love the design. I think it was cool. So when I look at Earl Spence, you know, his shirt designs, I think it's really cool that, you know, it, it gives me the like street sharks a little bit, you know, but more slim down, you know, in his welterweight form. <laughs> he ain't busting out the clothes. Okay. He fit just right. He's the Big Fish, okay? I know that's right. Now, I know Earl the Big Fish Spence Jr. Look, I'm not calling him the truth no more. He's Earl the Big Fish Spence Jr., okay? He claims that he's the biggest, but in reality, the biggest species of shark and fish in the world is the whale shark. According to the NOAA, whale sharks may grow up to 40 feet and weigh as much as 40 tons by some estimates. Whale sharks longer than 39 feet are uncommon. They have broad, flat heads with short snouts, and their backs have an interesting white, yellow, and gray checkerboard pattern. It is unknown how long whale sharks can live. However, scientists believe they can live approximately 60 to 100 years. They can be found in all tropical and warm temperature seas around the world, preferring water temperatures of 68 to 77 Fahrenheit. They eat mostly small organisms like plankton, schooling fish, and squid, which they strain from the water as they swim with their meter-long mouths and specialized teeth. I love whale sharks. They are really chill, and maybe that's the reason... You know, aquariums like to have them a part of their facilities. If you want to see them in the U.S., the Georgia Aquarium has whale sharks and is the only aquarium in the United States where you can find them. But they are really chill. I just uh, seen a video today of, you know, some divers helping like five whale shark whale sharks that were caught in nets. Like, can you like... Five whale sharks 
young, they were young, young whale sharks are stuck in a net, just floating in the ocean. Like it's crazy to me. It's crazy. And they, and they just be chilling. They let the people cut the net out and then they go off, go on about their business. But it just, it's just crazy how, you know, these animals just be minding their business and get caught up in all this human nonsense. I hate that for them. Mm-mm-mm. But no matter the species of shark, it's clear that they have dipped their fins in and taken a good bite out of pop culture. They're here to stay. No matter what you say, the sharks are here to stay. You guys let me know how you feel about today's topic, sharks in pop culture. Leave a comment on the Let's Talk About Instagram page and YouTube channel. Make sure you guys follow and subscribe to the podcast on all podcasting and social media platforms. Don't forget that you can now support the podcast by joining the monthly membership subscription. Once you sign up, I'll give you a shout out and you can pick a podcast topic for me to talk about. You can go to my podcast website on Buzzsprout to sign up. I'll have the link in the description box. Love yourself, one another, your pets, and the animals, and, of course, the sharks. The sharks. Gotta love the sharks. (laughs) I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.